Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You work for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, done a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. What's up, America? I am Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S, your liberty-loving Latino amigo, right here, 17 blocks away from Madison Square Garden, New York City. You can get at me at Rich Valdez on all the social media. That's at Rich Valdez with an S on all the social media. Now, Joe Biden's mandate was stopped by the court. That's right, the vaccine mandate was stopped by the court, and we're going to get into that in a little bit. I also want to give a big shout-out to the uh, legacy and the memory of my buddy, Pastor Carmelo Roman, may he rest in peace. He went to be with the Lord on the 1st of November, and I went to the services last night. More on that in the third segment. But the big story right now is that there's been a third arrest in special counsel Durham's probe into the origins of the Russian collusion hoax. Igor Danchenko, an associate of guess who? Hillary Clinton. That's right, Hillary Clinton's campaign rep, uh, Chuck Dolan, who's a PR executive, uh, these these guys are the guys that are doing the Russian colluding, and they're doing it on behalf of Hillary Clinton. And these this is the facts, right? This is in the news. It's proven. It's it's just remarkably proven. And and I I find myself at a loss for words because when I was saying this stuff, they're oh you're sipping the Kool Aid, you're a tinfoil hat kook, blah blah blah. And again, I wasn't even big on that like some people, right? Some people made this their thing. My, my buddy Dan Bongino is an expert in this stuff. He literally wrote a book about it. Two of them. So I mean, he's a uh, Foremost authority, in my opinion, on this stuff, using his investigative prowess. I just, you know, kind of commented on the news, and I can tell you, we saw this coming a long time ago, and many did. So finally, everybody's vindicated, right? Because Hillary Clinton's people were involved. Now, will it go all the way up to Hillary Clinton? I cannot believe that. I can only imagine she's going to say, well, you know, I didn't know what they were doing. We hired these people. So-and-so hired the other guy. The other one hired the other guy. How am I supposed to know? I'm busy knocking on doors, kissing babies, and shaking hands, running for president. I didn't know anything about that. Shoot. I'm a lawyer myself. I'm a former secretary of state, former first lady. I'd know better than that. I would never do such a thing. And I think she walks away. That's just my opinion. It was great to hear this stuff on Fox News. The ongoing probe we've been telling you about since the beginning by special prosecutor John Durham. Correspondent David Spunt has the latest details tonight from the Justice Department. Good evening, David. Brett, good evening. Big story. His name is Igor Danchenko, and he is charged with five counts of lying to the FBI. He was arrested this morning. He was in custody earlier today. We have some fresh video within the last hour and a half of him leaving court in the Eastern District of Alexandria. Special Counsel John Durham says Danchenko, you see him right there in the white shirt, a Russian national living in Northern Virginia, was the primary source for British spy Christopher Steele, who, can buy, who compiled the white 
widely talked about yet debunked Steele dossier full of accusations about former President Donald Trump. The indictment alleges that Danchenko lied to the FBI about working for Steele as his primary source of information. Danchenko appeared in federal court in the Eastern District of Virginia just a few hours ago, where a judge released him with no electronic monitoring. The indictment also mentions Danchenko's involvement with someone identified as PR Executive One, someone believed to be close to the Hillary Clinton operation. Danchenko is the third defendant to be charged in John Durham's two-and-a-half-year probe looking at the origins of the Russia investigation into Trump and his associates. The other two, Brett, Kevin Kleinsmith, a former FBI attorney, pleaded guilty to falsifying a document used to obtain a FISA warrant against a Trump campaign aide, Carter Page. The other, Michael Sussman, is the former Clinton campaign attorney charged with lying to the FBI about alleged connections between Donald Trump and the Kremlin. Sussman's information did not pan out. Today, a judge signed an order dealing with classified information as part of Sussman's case. Durham Brett is clearly building a pattern charging lower-level officials with lying to the FBI. Attorney General Merrick Garland recently confirmed Durham's budget was renewed, and he continues to do his job. Now, I just wanted to say this started a little bit faster than I wanted to. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but I was saying it really was such a joy to hear this. Now, the, the reason this is important is because nobody from Team Trump was arrested. In fact, they found out that it was all the Trump people that got spied on. And you guys know this if you've listened to this show or watch TV or have a pulse. You know this stuff. But um, this is for the new listeners. There's been a lot of new listeners coming on board the show that are not necessarily political junkies. They just want to know what's going on in the news. They like my commentary. They think sometimes it's funny. Thank God for that, uh, because I, I get criticized so much for, for being funny like once or twice, and then uh, you're a jerk is really what I get. That's like the, the, the going theme for me. But anyway, I appreciate that, and I'm glad that we have some new listeners. So welcome to the party here on This Is America with Rich Valdez. Coast to coast, three times a week, we get at it. I appreciate everybody for dropping the um, reviews and stars and all that stuff that you do. But these guys, Kevin Kleinsmith, the FBI attorney that was charged with what? Falsifying documents to make it look like this stuff was all true. Peeing on the hookers and Russia and all of this stuff was fake. The whole thing was made up. It turns out the primary source, you just heard it, the primary source was some Russian guy who was working for the Hillary Clinton campaign, who was working with a PR executive who worked with the Hillary campaign. So, I mean, the Clinton campaign is all fingers point at them and the former law firm, the lawyer, Michael Sussman, who worked for the law firm that represented the Democrat National Committee, and guess who? Hillary Clinton in 2016. These are the people that lied to the FBI. Punto y final, there you have it. Now, Hillary Clinton, her campaign staff, they go out and they hire the Russian spy, they hire the, the lawyers and the PR executives to create this phony story, because it was, it was humorous, right? to sit there and think that it was uh, real, it, it just sounded so outlandish. And they said, you know what, Trump is bad, Trump is bad, Trump is bad. Then the FBI allows this whole thing to happen, pretending it's actually real, spying on Trump with the fake information. I mean, this, it just doesn't get worse. This is like a spy novel. And now it's all coming out little by little with special counsel uh, John Durham uncovering the pieces and the origins of this investigation. The problem is they've already impeached Trump twice. So when everybody was against them, or not everybody, but the media was hitting them hard and the American people were believing, oh my gosh, this guy's terrible. He's a Russian agent. We got to get this guy out of here. Anybody but Trump. And then we realized, wow, well, that whole anybody thing, damn, that Joe Biden thing didn't work too well, right? <laughs> Everybody's paying through the nose for gasoline, for food, you name it. Inflation's on the rise. We're not in good shape. 
But these people, they don't care. And this is right now, in my opinion, the biggest story out there. And nobody cares because people didn't like Trump. So what do I, uh, what do, I do, right? Do I just start yelling at people? You're a racist because <laughs> that's what the left would do to me, right? You're a white supremacist. We can't just pick and choose the laws that we like to enforce when we don't like the victim. Right is right and wrong is wrong. Punto y final. That's it. Period. The end. That's just how this cookie crumbles. We don't have that ability. We don't have that right. It's wrong. People get really bent out of shape and stressed out about this. Listen, I'm, I'm one of those people. I get bent out of shape. I get stressed out. And you already know me. My go-to is my favorite Spanish place over here, right? Bogota, New Jersey. I'll go there. And I used to get so stressed out by Joe El Baboso Biden. I would go and I would grab two uh, empanadas from the, from the Cuban spot. But I've tried to calm that down. I'm trying to be on, on track better because you, you got to watch what you eat. And the app that I use, Noom.com, right? It's, to me, it's learning how to manage my daily stress, any anxious thoughts or feelings that I get from reading all this crazy news. We all want to manage it, but a lot of us don't know where to start. I say start with Noom.com slash This Is America. That's N-O-O-M, as in Mary, N-O-O-M.com slash This Is America if you want to check out the trial. Because Noom, it guides you, right? It's a guide to overall mental wellness. It gives you the tools that you need to tackle stress so that you feel empowered to take on whatever life is throwing at you. You're prepared. This thing is backed by science. It's an app, but you get a team. You're a lot stronger than the stress that comes your way. And that stress can't control you. You have to equip yourself to control it. So get the knowledge and the skills that you need with this app, noom.com slash this is America. Now, this isn't one size fits all. This is a specially made app that they'll figure out a plan for you, whether it takes three months, four months, five months, how you're going to manage the input of your meals, how you're going to stay hydrated, what your goals are on focusing and staying on track with your goals. They're experts in behavior change, and you're going to have the support of a coach all along the way. That's why this is important. Noom.com, N-O-O-M.com slash This Is America for your trial. You can get the trial as long as you use the code This Is America. They're going to help you understand your personal relationship with stress and anxiety and all that stuff that causes the nervous eating and all that stuff. All you need is 10 minutes a day, and it's an app. So it's there for you anytime, anywhere. Make sure you give this thing a shot. Noom.com slash This Is America. Noom, N-O-O-M. Dot com slash this is America. Now, straight ahead, I want to talk about what's going on with Joe El Baboso Biden, K. Malaeres, the infrastructure bill. And then a little bit later on in the third segment, we're going to talk about what's going on in society. I saw a video of a mom that was encouraging a small child to be the opposite sex. Is this all happening in the name of wokeness? Don't move a muscle. Keep it locked right there. I am Rich Valdez. This is America. This is America. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. At Baker's, we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring you food that's fresher than fresh. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Baker's. 
Baker's, fresh for everyone. And now, shop what you love and save $2 on each participating item when you buy three or more with your card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This is America. Welcome back, America. I am Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S, at Rich Valdez on all the social media. And thank you for subscribing to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Uh, Big shout out to everybody out in Philly. I was on the air this weekend on WPHT 1210 Talk Radio in Philly. And I always have a great time being with them. So thank you for everybody that uh, put their comments out there on the social media, at Rich Valdez. And I want to talk about what's going on with Joe El Baboso Biden, because he has announced his $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, and there's some Republicans that voted for it. But let's go to the audio of Joe announcing his big victory. Check this out. Finally, infrastructure week. (laughs) I'm so happy to say that. Infrastructure Week. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, yesterday, I don't think it's an exaggeration to suggest that we took a monumental step forward as a nation. Let's go, Brandon. We learned that our economy created 5.6 million jobs since we took office in January 20th, reached an unemployment rate of 4.6%, two full years earlier than the vast majority of economists projected that would happen. And we're just getting started. We did something uh, that's long overdue, that long has been talked about in Washington, but never actually been done. The House of Representatives passed an Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. That's a fancy way of saying a bipartisan infrastructure bill, a once in a generation investment that's going to create millions of jobs, modernizing our infrastructure, our roads, our bridges, our broadband, a whole range of things. A whole range of things, right? Like like teaching wokeness to people in every public school that they could imagine. Remember the last big bill they had where they snuck in the uh, transgender studies for women in Pakistan, right? That was part of that big deal. Uh, this is how they do it. They sneak everything in in the name of infrastructure. Everything has become infrastructure. We've talked about that in the past. And now he's taking his victory lap because 13 Republicans signed on with the Democrats to get this thing in motion to turn the climate crisis into an opportunity to turn the climate crisis into an opportunity. I had to stop it because this is an opportunity to do what to change the economy. He wants to change the way we do things. It's an opportunity to destroy the coal industry. It's an opportunity to destroy all fossil fuels, to get rid of trucks like mine, which I I used to have big Bertha. Now I have Bert, the newer version of the expedition. And, uh, Saying, no, 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 you're not going to drive. you got to drive an electric version of this. We're going to do everything electric, and we're going to make China a fortune since they've got pretty much all the, um, the market share on creating these rechargeable batteries that electric cars need. Beijing Biden at it again. So I guess I'm the baboso for calling him Joe El Baboso Biden because he knows exactly what he's doing. And it puts us on a path to win the economic competition of the 21st century that we face with China and other large countries. Stop lying and the rest of the world. It's going to create more jobs, good-paying jobs, union jobs that can't be outsourced, and they're going to transform our transportation system with the most significant investments in passenger rail, the most significant investment in 50 years, in roads and bridges, the most significant investment in 70 years, and more investment in public transit than we've ever, ever made. Period. 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 The end. Listen, Joe Biden, um, 
he's getting it done. I, 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 I criticize him. I make fun of him, but he's getting it done. We need to do more. And it doesn't mean the Republicans aren't doing their thing, but some of them aren't, right? The House of Representatives voted, this is in foxbusiness.com, 228 to 206 just before the weekend on Friday to pass this $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, which could not have passed without the support of 13 Republicans. They pushed it through. Hmm. Now, there was even opposition from six progressive members in the House. So the GOP stepped in to help them out. Good job, Republicans. Now, it's not all the Republicans. Who are these guys? This guy's never seen a pork spending bill he didn't love. Good old Don Bacon of Nebraska. Don Bacon of Nebraska, 2nd District of Nebraska. I'm letting you know who all these guys are. We need to know who these guys are. Who, who else is there? Representative Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania. All right. Smooth B. What's up, Big Bri? Hopefully you'll have a primary on your hands for doing this. Who else? We got David McKinley of West Virginia. Hopefully the West Virginians, that is coal country. They will say, you know what? You're killing us, and we're voting you out. Let's see. Who's next on the list? Representative Andrew Garbarino of New York. He replaced Peter King, New York Republican. Not too much of a shock. New York and New Jersey Republicans tend to be very uh, uh, pragmatic or, or bipartisan. And listen, I understand it. If you have to, you know, the people that elect these Republicans may be in favor of some of these bills, and that's why a lot of the times these guys will jump on with Democrats. This one, I have to say, I don't think is the case. I don't think there's anybody in Long Island saying, look, we need to vote for the Green New Deal. We need to do this and we need to do that. I think the constituency in Long Island where Garbarino's at, I do not believe District 2 of New York is going to support what Representative Garbarino did. We will see what happens. Let's see if he gets, um, you know, if he's successful with it or not. Representative John Katko of New York, another one. Who else we got? Representative Nicole Maliotakis of New York. So, you know, again, I haven't drilled down, but there's probably some New York money coming in here that these guys are all banding together to get. We'll see what happens. Let's see. <laughs> the defense here says that Congresswoman Maliotakis, who I like, I think I'm fond of, I don't have an issue with, but I have an issue with this particular vote. She says, I weaken their hand. They have no leverage now. I voted against AOC and the squad tonight. Now, that part is true because AOC didn't want this bill, but she always doesn't want these bills because she feels they go too far and they help businesses. And she hates businesses because she hates capitalism and she wants total Green New Deal craziness, locura. So we'll see. Let's keep going, though. Representative Tom Reed of New York, Representative Anthony Gonzalez of, uh, of Ohio, Representative Adam Kinzinger, who's announced his retirement, so he doesn't even need a primary because he's already out. And he's like, I'm out. I'm taking everybody with me. Who else we got? Representative Jeff Van Drew and Chris Smith. Chris Smith, one of the more conservative members, uh, who's a super pro-life. Uh, you know, he went down with this. It's a shame that the New York and New Jersey Republicans and a handful of others are really the guys that helped Biden get this deal. And Van Drew was a Democrat yesterday, right? Or at least last year. Then he switched over because he didn't like what was happening to Trump. And he uh, did not vote for impeachment for Trump and became a Republican. But he voted for this bill. Representative Fred Upton of Michigan. Representative Don Young of Alaska. So those are your 13. Not good, right? Because now other Republicans are saying they're going after their own. And this is the, the issue that you have. But let's give you a few points. This is in Business Insider. 13 House Republicans broke ranks and voted for the bipartisan bill. Blah, 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 blah. The bill also passed with Republican votes in the Senate in August. Leading up to the vote, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy trashed the bill as reckless and irresponsible spending and urged his party not to vote for it. Good job, McCarthy. 
Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia warned that any Republican who votes for the bill will feel the anger of the GOP voter, while uh, excuse me, Republican Representative Madison Cawthorn of North Carolina said, vote for this infrastructure bill and I will primary the hell out of you. Good for you, Madison. Let's see how this goes. You've got threats. You've got all sorts of things that are going on. They're being called traitors. And the list is going out. And I'm sharing that list because I think you've got to think. I'm a New Jersey Republican, right? Born and raised in New York. Uh, grew up in New Jersey. Went to high school here in Jersey. I worked in state government. I understand the value of compromise. And I do not hate the adversaries on the other side of the aisle. I don't think they're the enemy. I think they're adversaries. And I always make that distinction. And maybe you think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not there yet or I'm not enlightened enough or Perhaps it's just because I'm from a blue state, but I think you do have to be able to govern and you do have to have compromise. However, I think on big issues like this, the compromise is too singular on these New York, New Jersey people that may be getting bribed in this uh, or not. I'm I'm just speculating. I haven't looked at the bill in detail with respect to that. But it seemed interesting that so many New York Republicans went after this. So I think to myself, you know, this is problematic. Because when you have your whole party that can jam things up, I think it's a good idea to jam things up, if you can, when you're talking about trillions of dollars in additional spending. You have to hold the line at some point and say, you know what, we cannot mortgage the future of our children. Now, I do understand the the willingness to, to work with our friends and colleagues across the aisle. I do. I think the day that every single person in Congress is an activist that hates the left and hates every Democrat will really never get anything done. There will be no governing because the virtue that the founders talked about will have dissipated. It's gone. Nada, finito. So we have to work with the other side despite the disagreements. I do agree with that. But I also think they should have killed this bill and made it a lot more reasonable. And instead, 13 Republicans jumped on board. Not good for them. Now, it doesn't mean that everybody has to play the the same game and everybody has to march to the beat of the same drum. My exception to Liz Cheney speaking out and doing what she did was that she was part of Republican leadership when she did that. If she wanted to be like Kinzinger and just run his mouth and disagree and and bash Trump, that's on him. It's on him and you got to support his right to free speech. You can disagree and you push back. But when you're part of the leadership, when you're deputy, uh, whatever she was, minority whip, whatever her position was, uh, caucus leader, you can't go against the leadership that way because it sends a horrible message that the Republicans are disparate. And then everybody wants to run out there and say, oh, they're weak. They don't fight for us. They don't do that. Meanwhile, you got all the rest of them that did and just these 13 that failed. So I, for one, can tell you that I'm going to do my best to send a a check to each one of these that are going to primary these people if I think they're going to be solid candidates. And I like some of these people. But now you got to watch them. You got to watch them and say, you know, was this a one-time deal where they bended, uh, where I should say they bent to get a deal done for whatever their impetus was? Or is this going to be a trend where, you know, they vote with the Republicans every now and again, but for the most part, they're Republicans in name only and they're actual rhinos that are voting with the other side. I'm not going to be so quick to label them that way, but I will say they've mortgaged my children's future. And for that, maybe with the exception of one or two I've personally met, I probably will be on board with whoever runs against them, <laughs> right? Kind of the way they, they said, anybody but Trump, I'll say anybody but these people. Because we need people that right now, at this point in time, we need the activists in Congress. We need those people that are willing to take on this intellectual battle over the ideology that is being 
uh, spewed by by the left and infecting the body politic. Otherwise, we're going to be screwed. Now, turning to Joe El Baboso Biden's latest in the Let's Go Brandon saga, we've got Biden's vaccine and testing mandate is suspended by a federal judge after a lawsuit. Kudos to those that brought the lawsuit. That's a headline from the Washington Post. Then you got New York Times. Biden's vaccine mandate temporarily blocked, foreshadowing an uphill battle. So let's see if I could check this out and read a little bit of this to you, because this is, again, the uh, other side. This is their side of the story. All right, check this out in Reuters. U.S. Federal Appeals Court freezes Biden's vaccine rule for companies. This happened on Saturday, saying that the rule, the El Baboso administration's rule, to require workers at U.S. companies with uh, at least 100 employees to be vaccinated causes grave statutory and constitutional issues with the very rule. The ruling came from United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit after numerous Republican-led states filed legal charges against the new rule, which is set to take effect on January 4th. Now, the Biden administration thinks they're very comfortable, very, very comfortable. They feel that this is actually going to be a huge win. I want you to hear the White House Chief of Staff, Ron Klain, He's on with uh, Chuck Todd on Meet the Press on Sunday. Listen to this. I want to ask you before I let you go about the court ruling yesterday on the vaccine, uh, on, the, on the vaccine protocols that OSHA is putting out, uh, sort of the soft mandate. I don't want to call it a hard mandate because of the testing option. Uh, there's a freeze. What does that mean for the federal government's efforts? I mean, do you stop preparing for January 4th in the moment? How does this work? Well, I think what it means for uh, the time being is that uh, the the effectiveness of that uh, vaccine requirement is is frozen. Uh, I think it will certainly be well litigated, though, well before January 3rd. So I'm not sure it really has much practical effect in the short run. Look, these vaccine requirements have been litigated up and down the courts all over the country. State requirements, for example, one in Maine. uh, And every single court before this one ruled that they were valid. The Supreme Court has turned back several times already various efforts to enjoin uh, other vaccine requirements. Uh, I'm quite confident that when this finally gets fully adjudicated, not just a temporary order, uh, the the validity of this requirement will be upheld. It's common sense, Chuck. If OSHA can tell people to wear a hard hard hat on the job, to be be careful on chemicals, it can put, put in place these simple measures to keep our workers safe. Keep workers safe, like people who work remotely, who do an entire, let's just call it a radio program, and they do it from their home studio and they're forced to take this vaccine, right? Because that's OSHA, right? OSHA's that's just like wearing a hard hat. I think you may see this happen in healthcare. You may see the, the customer facing people that are hands-on with people. They may make it a requirement, but I think this is going to fall on the side of, of the people. I, I, I hope and I trust that that's how we, we end on this because when you see the level of propaganda that's coming out of everywhere, PBS, for example, looking at a quick video, 40 seconds, Dr. Sanjay Gupta is on Sesame Street. It's co-branded CNN and Sesame Street together pushing the vaccine. Check this out. But if you do have more questions about your children receiving the COVID-19 vaccine, reach out to your own healthcare provider. seeing double. (laughs) Elmo, I'm so flattered. I got to say, I really love the outfit. Thank you, doctor. Well, Elmo's 
David. <laughs> That's fantastic, Elmo. <laughs> From all of us at CNN. And Sesame Street. <laughs> bye bye. Elmo loves you. <laughs> so now, not only is it Joe Baboso Biden and Dr. Fauci and the rest of the crazy woke left, but now Big Bird and Elmo have joined the party to actually push the vaccine. When you see that level of intensity, you know that there's significant opposition, so they're upping the ante. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. I'd love to hear your thoughts. At Rich Valdez, at Rich Valdez with an S on all the social media. Plus, straight ahead, uh, some reflections on uh, the departed, beloved Pastor Carmelo Roman, Newark, New Jersey, and some cultural stuff I want to talk about where a mom is really encouraging a little boy that's four years old to be transgender at four years old. Don't move a muscle. You don't want to move this. I am Rich Valdez. This is America. This is America. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America. Welcome back, America. Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S. Now, we're talking about all sorts of things going on in Washington, all the craziness with Joel Baboso Biden, with the infrastructure spending, with the uh, federal appeals court shutting down his mandate for now. And there was this story that I wanted to get at as we were just talking about Sesame Street and the um, propaganda and the propagandizing of children. And this one is a video from my guys out in uh, Los Angeles, Jesse Holguin and the Lexit movement. And it's a video of a mom and she's with her four-year-old boy. And she's like, hey, what's that on your face? And he says, makeup. And she says, oh, that's right, because you're you're really a little girl, but you are you were born in the wrong body, weren't you? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And how old are you? And he goes, I'm seven. So I guess he's learned that he can identify as whatever he wants. So he identifies as a seven-year-old little girl at her teaching. Uh, you don't believe me. To your face, Ty. Makeup. You put makeup on it? Mm-hmm. How old are you? Seven. No. How old are you? Seven. You're four. No, it's seven. Are you a boy or a girl? A girl. A girl? Mm-hmm. Were you born a girl? Hmm? Were you born a girl? Yes. When you were a baby, were you a girl? Yes. Are you in a boy's body, though? Mm, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, tell TikTok bye. Bye. Now, that was on a Snapchat or, excuse me, TikTok account called Snapjacks. And it, it, this is just, for me, it's the bottom of the barrel. This is the worst. I'm so upset by what I just saw. And I'm not trying to just play the outrage card. I know a lot of people get all outrageous. I, I tend to not. I like to be kind of even keel. It's kind of my radio shtick. Nothing really gets to me. But this stuff really does get to me. I think it's absolutely insane for any parent to sit there and tell their kid that there's some other gender. The awesome power and authority that we have as parents is just that awesome. It's massive. 
You, if you told a little kid to go jump off a bridge, they would do it because they trust their parents. These are the people that are supposed to protect you more than anybody else. This woman should, in my opinion, be looked at for child abuse, child neglect. And of course, she'll turn around and say, it's my parental right that I want to teach my kid to be that way. And I'm guessing in some way it, it might be, but it shouldn't. I think it's okay to teach your kids about lots of different things, history and this and that. The whole thing is just so disconcerting. It's so demoralizing to think that children, because their parents have sipped the woke Kool-Aid. Listen, I could be all pro-America as much as I want, pro-Second Amendment. I get it. You can give your five-year-old a gun. You can give your 10-year-old a gun. And if you're not careful and you don't put gun safety first, that can be tragic. But that's not the norm. And I, I get that this isn't the norm either. But teaching a kid about gun safety at five or six or seven years old is way different than a woke leftist parent saying, you know, you got to pick and choose whatever you want to be. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, I, I once had somebody tell me that I, I was wrong for teaching my kid my Christian faith as they were a child, saying that I should allow them to be neutral until they're old enough to decide for themselves. I explained to him why he was wrong in so many ways. But this is where we're at. And they always try to form the debate that way, saying, look, don't force your stuff. And that's what I'm saying now. Don't force your stuff and telling this little boy that because he's got red marks and lipstick on his face that he's somehow wearing makeup and that he's actually a little girl that's trapped in a boy's body. He didn't come up with that idea. Now, speaking of the Christian faith, something I wanted to bring up is the fondness that I have for the Roman family. My condolences to the Roman family on the passing of the late, great Pastor Carmelo Roman from Temple Rock of My Salvation Church in Newark, New Jersey. It's an Assembly of God church. Big shout out to them. One of the nicest guys you'd ever meet. Truly wanted to pour himself out in terms of leadership and management and uh, discipleship to so many young men and, and others. Just, I happen to know a bunch of guys that were under his tutelage and turned out to be great, you know, men of God, guys in the ministry. It's a big crushing blow to this world that we've lost him and a huge honor and celebration in the kingdom that's receiving him. So again, my um, condolences to the family, the Roman family, to the Temple Rock family, to Pastor Pablo, his successor, and his protege, and everybody that knew him. It's a sad day in Newark with the passing of El Pastor Carmelo Roman. May you rest in peace, sir. Now, I read another article in uh, Mom's Magazine or Parenting Magazine about similar situation. The mom was like, my son was really in love with uh, cutting his hair, or the daughter wanted to have a really short haircut because she felt like a boy, again, four or five years old. You can't allow these little people who've not yet reached the age of majority to take over and take control, especially when we're not looking at what type of information's going in, right? Garbage in, garbage out. We have to protect our children. The attack is on all over the place, whether you look left or you look right, whether it's vaccine mandates from Big Bird and Elmo to moms telling little, little people that they're the opposite sex. The whole thing is out of control. It reminds me of an article that was uh, making its rounds back in uh, probably 2019. I think it was Parents Magazine little boy who was holding like a sign that said, son, men have periods too. And it was their attempt at being, you know, woke. And it didn't go well. A lot of people were like, you know what? This is exploitation. And let me see if I could pull this up. All right, so check this out. Parents Magazine, again, 2019, November of 2019, two years to the day. 
Parents Magazine, a news and media company, posted on their Instagram that parents should accept this idea of gender fluidity, blah, 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 the little boy, blah, 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 keeps going. Followers of Parents Magazine didn't see it this way, <laughs> right? They didn't think that this was the wokeness. While some of the comments weren't put off by the actual content of the post, they did express distaste in the fact that the post seemed to be exploiting a four-year-old boy named Eli and got comments like, Whoever made their child hold this sign needs mental help, the poor kid. And it's ridiculous. He's a child. Let him be a child. And again, I kind of glossed over this, but this was this photo shoot that they did, the attempt at being woke, which backfired. Four-year-old Eli smiling and holding a letter board that reads, Some men have periods too. If I can get it, so can you. And it was originally posted by Millie Bashkra, from Millie Keeps Going on Instagram, and it was shared by Parents Magazine. Now, isn't it interesting how times have changed between November of 2019 and now? Now you look at that and you go, oh, no, 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 don't suppress these people. This little boy has a right to be gay. He has a right to be, and of course, he's got a right to do whatever he wants, but let him make those choices when he's reached this age of accountability, when he knows what's going on. Nine years old, when you're prepubescent, nobody should be deciding gender until puberty's actually kicked in. And for a lot of kids, it doesn't even finish kicking in until they're done with high school. We need to be sane and sensible with this stuff because this is America's future. If we stand for nothing, we will fall for anything. The only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good people like you to sit there and do nothing. So I encourage you to look into these things and and take a stand on them and have a voice and speak your mind. That's all I've got for today. Hasta la próxima. Until the next one, I am Rich Valdez. And this is America. This is America. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com.